A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways and we may walk in his path. For from Zion shall go forth instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not raise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Peace be within your 
prosperity in your buildings because of my brothers and friends I will say peace be within you because of the house of the Lord our God I will pray for your good let us go A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, you know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is advanced, the day is at hand. Let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in promiscuity and lust, not in rivalry and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. And with your A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So 
it is to be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be, at the gr will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on which day our Lord will come. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. We enter this beautiful season of Advent, beginning a whole new church year. And the word Advent comes from the root words that mean to come or a coming. And as we celebrate this first Sunday of Advent, we're hearing from the Lord this path for the whole time of Advent. We're preparing to meet the Lord. We're coming to meet the Lord who's coming to us. And there are several different ways that we look at the Lord's coming two major ways. First of all, that first coming, when he's born of the Virgin Mary, placed in the manger in Bethlehem, that first coming of the Lord to be our savior, to heal us and set us free. And then the other major one at the end of time, with the Lord's second coming, he'll come in glory and majesty with the angels and all the dead will be raised up. We'll have the final judgment before the Lord. And in between those two great comings, we have two other kinds of comings of the Lord. We have the Lord's coming to us in every moment, really, in the presence of one another, and also in the sacraments, especially the Eucharist. The Lord coming to us to share his life with us. The Lord coming to us in our brothers and sisters. And lastly, the definitive coming will be largely for most of us the moment of our death, the moment when we stand before the Lord who will determine our eternal destiny. So those, all those different comings of the Lord we want to be ready for, prepared for. And we hear the call of the Lord in the gospel to stay awake, stay awake and you don't know the day or the hour, so be prepared for his coming. It always strikes me as ironic in a way that we hear that call to stay awake right after Thanksgiving when we've eaten a lot of turkey. And yet there's something about how our, our culture is that can put us asleep spiritually. Just the whole onslaught of busyness, of activities, not bad things themselves, but just the things that can subtly crowd out hearing the voice of the Lord or focusing on him. So this beautiful season of Advent gives us an opportunity to renew that focus, to look for the Lord's coming in all those different ways. So stay awake, be prepared, the Lord says. And St. Paul, in the second reading, he said, it is the hour now for you 
to awake from sleep, for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is advanced, the day is at hand. So our salvation nearer than when we first believed, with the passing of time, the day of the Lord coming closer. I don't know about you, but as the older that I get, I'm aware that there are more years behind me than years ahead of me. And there's that sobering reality of the time is passing and there'll become the time when we do come before the Lord. And how to live fruitfully, how to live in hope and in faith, awake to the Lord. Last year, we had about 37 of our members who passed from this life into eternity. Last year was their last advent. And for this year, we come before the Lord with the grace we don't know what the year will be, but we know the Lord is coming to us to draw us to himself. And we know that life is fragile, death can come in a moment. And I was remembering from years of ministry, two particular sudden passings of people, very different in a way, but reminders. Another, another area that I served for a number of years, there was a wonderful elderly couple who were daily communicants. They'd be there at daily mass very faithfully, beautiful in their love for each other and for the Lord. And one day they had just come to morning mass. They lived pretty close to the church. They got home, they were getting out of the car. As the husband got up, he collapsed right to the ground and he had died of a massive heart attack. And his wife, even with the shock of that, she said, you know, Father, that he just received Jesus. Now he's seeing him face to face. They had that wonderful hope and confidence because of their faith, because of knowing the Lord coming to them in the Eucharist. The other event of sudden death was quite different. It was a young person 18 or 19 years old, and their family wasn't too active in the parish. She, I don't think, had been actually baptized, and I remember encouraging her to maybe come to RCIA, and the parents had just let her choose whatever she would for growing up. And it was winter time, and uh, the young person was driving on the highway. It was one of those things where the the glaze on the road, kind of like a black ice, and her car went over the center line into an oncoming vehicle and killed immediately. And it was so tragic, always a young person, it always strikes all of us. But what was especially hard was the parents were saying, Father, where is she now? Where is she? They didn't have that consolation of a life of sacraments and a life of lived faith. So there was that deep question there. I remember the privilege of being able to be with both of my parents in their last moments of dying. My dad had Parkinson's disease for a number of years and we were with him in the nursing home as he was getting near the end of his life. I've been able to anoint him with the sacrament of the sick, uh, give him last rites, pray the divine mercy chaplet with him, and dad was always getting less conscious. I remember saying, dad, don't worry, I'll take care of mom as best as I can. Whenever you're ready, 
just let go. And he just peacefully began to breathe in a more shallow way and, and passed peacefully. Mom, some years later, similar, she was more conscious, but I had celebrated those sacraments, the anointing of the sick and last rites, Divine Mercy Chaplet, she was conscious for all of that. And then as she had decided not to take extraordinary means for breathing, she was slowly losing her breath and slowly coming to that moment. And we were all around her and just gave our love and our thanks and she was gone. Peaceful death because of preparation. Peaceful deaths because we know the Lord and are able to, to meet him. So the Lord desires that for us, right? He wants us to be prepared. That's why he says, stay awake, be prepared. And he wants us to be able to be with him forever. And so the scriptures today remind us of how do we prepare? How do we get ready for all those different comings. St. Paul says to us today, let us throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Think about throwing off the works of darkness, putting on the armor of light as a good confession during Advent. We'll have different Advent penance services, but taking that time especially to just consider what do I want to get rid of? Any works of darkness, any heaviness, to give that over to the Lord and put on that armor of light, put on the Lord Jesus in the grace of the sacrament. When we hear put on the armor of light, we might think about the reading from St. Paul in Ephesians, where he speaks about putting on the armor of God. It's another way we can look at our preparation so that armor of God, he describes as putting truth as a belt around your waist or girding your loins with truth. Think about holding fast to the truth of who we are as men and women, truth of masculinity and femininity. Then he says, put justice as your breastplate, breastplate guarding our hearts, guarding and forming our relationships in love. Then zeal to propagate the gospel as footgear, knowing our mission, what are we about in this world, and mission to serve the Lord and each other. And then take up faith as a shield to extinguish the fiery darts of the evil one. Faith as a shield to protect us from the enemy's lies and deception, discouragement. And then put on the helmet of salvation as guarding our heads our minds, our thoughts, again, the truth that we want to lay hold of. And then take up the sword of the spirit, the word of God. Again, the more we read and pray with scripture, the more our hearts and minds are formed in God's truth and wisdom. And lastly, he says, pray in the spirit always. So think about an advent, carving out a little more time for prayer each day, a time to listen to the Lord and also to love him and thank him. Those of you, many that come into the Adoration Chapel to be with the Lord and just love him and receive his love. So prayer is a real part of preparing in Advent. All those different ways we can meet the Lord as he comes to us, especially in the Eucharist every day, coming to us to share his life with us. When we're prepared, 
We don't have to be afraid of what's coming. There's a beautiful meditation from St. Catherine of Siena, who would have revelations from the Heavenly Father. And one of them, the Father is speaking about those who are coming to be with him, who've been prepared. Here's what the Father said. The good of these souls is beyond what your mind's eye can see, or your ear hear, or your tongue describe, or your heart imagine. What joy they have in seeing me, who am all good. What joy they will yet have when their bodies are glorified. You will all be made like him in joy and gladness, eye for eye, hand for hand. Your whole bodies will be made like the body of the word, my son. These souls wait for divine judgment with gladness, not fear. And the face of my son will appear to them neither terrifying nor hateful, because they have finished their lives in charity, delighting in me and filled with goodwill toward their neighbors. Kind of capsulizes how we prepare, living our lives in charity, loving the Lord, loving our neighbors, being prepared again to meet the Lord. As we make our Advent journey this year, day by day, let's ask the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph to accompany us on our pilgrimage, that we can be ready to meet the Lord as he comes to us. 